Al, in a couple of weeks, we gotta say goodbye to a game we've been playing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You longer than me. Y- yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird time for sure. Not surprising time, but a weird time nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Anyways, hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen, Ladium. Hello, hello. This is episode 324, and we're going to say our farewells on podcast to Love Live School Idol Festival. Ripperoni and pepperoni. The, the first Love Live mobile game. Mm-hmm. That is shutting down on March the 31st. So in a couple of weeks. Obviously, like there is there is the sequel coming out in a couple of months or sometime down the road, whenever they decide to give like an actual date for that. Um, but yeah, this is still a very weird thing. It's a yep. weird, weird time, for yep, sure. Yep, yep, Because like, they're not even going to... They're shutting this down like two weeks before it would have hit its 10-year anniversary. That's so sad. Just very wild. I mean, it's it's wild in general to think that this game lasted for as long as it did. That's true. I mean, mobile games usually don't last this long. No, of course not. And especially, like, I mean, Love Live isn't necessarily the biggest series in the world compared to, like, you know, other anime franchises out there. So to have a game like this last for as long as it did, especially, like, not even just in the, on the Japanese side of it, but, like, globally as well, mm-hmm. is incredibly surprising and real wild because like you said not a lot of games especially mobile games in general don't last this long right and i mean we would have we've talked about this before i think you know because we've talked about this this whole this game as well previously we talked about this uh like four and a half years ago mm-hmm. episode 95 oh wow it's been a hot second yeah, we talked about this game and also Yakuza Kiwami 2. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, a hard-hitting combination there. Wow. <laughs> and that's probably before I played Yakuza. I was just going along with you, right? Oh yeah, 100%. Wow. Uh, so yeah, it's, we've talked about this game before, so we're not going to go like in-depth into like you know, the mechanics of the game or anything like that, but we just, just want to give like our final thoughts and a good farewell to the game because you know we've been playing this, like you said, for a long time. Mm-hmm. You got into this around the time, what right after we played we watched sunshine yeah so probably like 2017 2016 2017 i mean i can look that up as well okay uh i mean i've been playing this since 2015 yowza so like eight years that's so long you've you've almost in its entire lifespan yeah, which is, I, I've seen, I remember when this game looked like the menus were just absolute garbage. It's <laughs> just so weird. I remember, like, I remember when they put, like, Aqua in. That was, that was a huge deal. When they put all of those cards in, all the music in and everything. Right, right. And, like, all of the weird, you know, changes that I've seen this game go through throughout the years, essentially. it's It's been a really wild and long ride, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh... 2018. 2018? Is when, when we watched Sunshine. Wow. It felt like it was uh, sooner than that. I know I was living in, in, in Manassas at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, 2018. That's when I got my PhD that year. That doesn't that doesn't feel like that long ago, but it, it also feels like a, a lifetime ago. You are right on both counts. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, like, I, like we were saying earlier, like this isn't a surprising announcement, but it also is a surprising announcement, which I know is very contradictory. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it feels, oddly enough, because like when Squad of Festival All Stars came out, we basically were thinking. Okay, well, this is the Squad Festival is going out the door at some point. Like that's this this game is going to get phased out one way or another, probably. Right. And then you know it took three years for that to happen, which is kind of the surprising aspect of it. But we were basically anticipating this happening at some point down the line. Mm-hmm. So you know this announcement that they are shutting it down after you know they announced that hey we're going to make a sequel to this game. Super not surprising, but again, I think the surprising aspect of it is just the fact that, hey, this game lasted for nearly a decade. Right. A decade. It's intense. That's just, it's it's super unfathomable for, like, a mobile game of this nature to last that long. And even for, like, a live service game, which is technically a live service game, mm-hmm. a lot of those just don't last this long. Unless you are like the creme de la creme de la creme, the the cream of the crop, the top top dogs, like you ain't lasting this long. I mean, we've seen already this year a ton of live service games get shut down because of you know varying factors that you know are plaguing the video game industry as a whole. So again, just to see a game like this last as long as it did is so wild. And like you know, we're not going to be without this game for a while because, like I said, the sequel will be coming out sometime later this year. So it's going to be like a couple of months that we won't be able to play this game. Mm-hmm. But then we'll get a sequel, and it basically will play the same as this one. It'll just have you know more aspects to it, more stories, more characters, more songs, all that sort of stuff. Which you know, be a we'll just get right maybe. Back- yeah, we'll get right back into the groove. Of it. I mean, they're already they are doing good things about this. We're like you know. All the cards, you don't technically carry over all the cards. You carry over, like, the album of, like, hey, you collected these cards. Mm-hmm. So there's at least some, like, history that, like, hey, this is what you did in the previous game. I think like, you get that, some it, stuff for, like, your level and everything, too. Yeah, but like it's not bonus. like they're just, they're not erasing everything and being like, this game never existed. None of the stuff you did is ever going to carry over. Like, some of the stuff is going to carry over. It's not going nice. to be like, nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. But, yeah. like, it's still, it's still a weird thing. Like, um... I'm writing a piece about this that is probably not going to be up by the time this goes out, but, like, one of the things I talk about in that piece is essentially that digital games like this, you know, we talk a lot about on this podcast about video game preservation and everything, Mm -hmm. and how digital games in that field are really subject to a lot of issues with this, where it's hard to preserve digital games because, you know, they don't get physical releases that would help keep those games in the forefront or at least keep them from disappearing altogether. And something I I think we don't really talk about a lot when it comes to digital game preservation is mobile games. Mm -hmm. And there are so many mobile games out there that obviously are not going to get physical releases because it's a mobile game. Right. And unless you are taking that and porting it to like a console or something like that's just not going to happen. There's no real, there's no way to do a physical release for a mobile game. Right, and even if you have, like, screenshots of it, there's no way to, like, replicate that experience. Yeah, 100%. Like, all of that stuff kind of just lives and dies by how long it stays active. Mm -hmm. And with a game like this, there's so much of it that is going to just disappear. Yeah. From just, like, the cards themselves, which you can back those up. I mean, there's sites out there that back up, like, all the card art and everything. So, like, that stuff is still going to be active, but, like... Think of all the story content that's in this game. Right. From just like the, 
the main stories that they did for both Muse and Aqua to all of the different uh, character sub-stories that they do for all of the different cards that, that have been released for this game. The, you know, the hundreds of thousands of cards that they put out in this game. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's going to be gone, and it, it's something that would be very hard to preserve right because of just how much content is there and even like if you talked about the idea of like piracy like that's obviously a thing that can help preserve games Mm -hmm. in in some aspects but it's a lot harder to do that for like live service games like this because you can't necessarily replicate the same experience if you like were playing this after the fact when all the servers are shut down right right like you're not going to be able to get the same you know developer created content and everything and even then like there's no guarantee that you're probably going to get all of like the story content preserved in the game because you would have to have access to everything. And I don't know how easy that is to replicate, especially like on mobile devices and everything. And, you know, even things like mobile emulation is still very in the, it's very much in its infancy. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of this stuff is going to disappear. Yeah. And it, 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 it super sucks. Because <laughs> a lot of that content's really good, and we get to see a lot of, like, character interactions that you wouldn't normally see. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one thing that I really appreciated with this, is that, like, I don't know, you, you get, like, Mari helping Ruby learn how to, like, fish for eels. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that's the one that came to mind, but, like, that's not something you would have seen in the show. And yeah, I mean, it's something we talked about in the book as well that we wrote that, yeah. like, this game in particular was a good conduit for, like, all of these different kind of character interactions that you just don't see within the show itself. And character development, too. And Yeah, and character development as well. Like, um, I think one of the examples we pointed out in the book is that, like, there's these specific sub-stories where, like, Kanon kind of, like, looks, looks out for, like, Yoshiko. Yeah. And, like, they have this, like, little big sister, little sister vibe that they kind of permeate through a lot of like the rest of the story since they introduced that which I thought was a really cool way to show off this like character interaction and growth that like these two characters would have never seen in the like in the actual show itself because they don't really have a lot of like one-on-one interactions between just the two of them Mm -mm. and we've mentioned this before like Kanan kind of like gets her arc and then just mostly fades away other than um the Miracle Wave episode Mm -hmm. um but like she gets some some pretty good content through School Idol Festival that makes her like a more interesting character and you learn a lot more about who she actually is. Yeah. And I mean that's really really cool. I can't say as much on the music side because I don't really pay attention to their side but <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you also have like the fun like normal card characters mm-hmm. that I mean, like, they don't have voices except for technically two of them have Well, three of them now, actually. Yeah. Have voices. Um, but, I mean, they were, they were like, well-loved enough that they ended up in Nijigasaki. And there's just a whole wealth of story content for all of those cards that, mm-hmm. you know, they have for, like, characters that interact with each other within their own schools and everything and within, like, the different schools as well, like... There's a whole lot of stuff in there. There's a, there's the the comic series that they put into the game as well that's in there that's probably right, right, also right. going to be gone. I didn't even think about that. So it's just a wealth of content that's just going to disappear when this game gets shut down because there's just there's no real easy way to preserve it. Right. Just because of the nature of the game and like if you look at this from like a developer standpoint like, you know, think of it outside of the realm of piracy because like obviously that's very it's a gray area obviously. But right. like 
how do you go about preserving those stories if you're a developer? Like, do you just rip them from the game and, like, upload them on a YouTube channel for videos and that's how you do it? Or do you, like, just release them as text file or, like, a text dump or something of that nature? Like, it's not an easy... There's not an easy answer for this. Right. Because no one really does this sort of thing in terms of, like, you know, preserving mobile games that have a lot of story content in them. Maybe this is what I should take myself up on doing is just becoming a mobile game preserver. <laughs> that is that is not an easy job. No, it's not. It is absolutely not an easy job. No, um, it's... It, yeah. They would have to pay me a lot of money to do that. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, it's 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 just a it's a it's a bad side effect of the nature of mobile games in particular is that just there really isn't a good way to preserve them in the same way that you can with like you know console digital games or mm-hmm. movies or music or TV shows or books and everything like that. Like there's obviously there's a there's a wealth of content you know on digital streaming services that's also kind of going through the same similar kind of thing of like you know shows are getting canceled and taken off of streaming services that don't that don't have like other avenues of being put out there or anything so the only mm-hmm. re- way to go rewatch those is through piracy and everything like that but it seems like games have just like more of an issue with this in general because there's so much more digital content out there that I- just doesn't have an easy way to get preserved outside of you know piracy unlike i would say those other mediums because like a lot of times you might see like a digital streaming service show pop up as a home release somewhere or something of that nature Mm -hmm. and i mean like you said this has been a game that's been running for almost 10 years so Mm -hmm. like there's a lot that would have to be preserved that's a lot of content yep I I am I don't know how I'm going to feel when I like have one less game that I have to like open and play. I say have to as if it's an obligation. One more game that like I I I don't have the opportunity to play anymore. Like it's it's going to feel weird when it goes away. Um yeah. And I I feel kind of sad because like I've got I've got the the Rube card from her first single. Um, and it's so cute. And she just talks to me when I, I boot her up. And, you know, they, they say, like, goofy things depending on what the card is. And it's just a lot mm-hmm. of fun. And, like, you think about that as well. Like, there's a lot of voice content as well that's going to disappear. A lot of voice content that's going to disappear. Yeah. Like, I, I think we are lucky, though, in the fact that, like, hey they aren't just shutting this game down there's nothing coming out afterwards like right. there is a sequel coming out like it's again I think it's wild that we're getting a sequel to this game yeah I do too but so like there is like again like we said like there's just going to be a little stopgap, and then we'll get to play a different version of this game but like the same kind of game again so like mm-hmm. it's not like we're getting this just ripped apart from us entirely and I mean we are very lucky in that sense because a lot of different franchises and games would it's just gone be forever like, it's gone forever and you don't get a replacement or a sequel or anything to kind of like keep those feelings alive in you or anything like that. Right. So it's it like I said, it's a very like bittersweet feeling for this game in particular. 
and it's just it's a very weird thing to to see like with all the conversations you can have about this sort of stuff of just like you know preservation specifically because of all that content that's just going to go away it's a hard conversation to have it's a hard thing to to really solve right that really no one solved i think is the is the real thing here because like if there was an easy way to do this like we wouldn't be having like a a struggling to come up with like a solution or have a conversation about this it would just be like okay well these people are just going to do this or the developers can just do this and Lotty dotty da it's done. But that is just super not the case. Lotty dotty da. Lotty dotty da. It's very weird. That's that's the key thing to take away from this is that it's very weird. But yeah. Like like we talked about, I've played this game for a long time. Mm-hmm. For the most part, through the past, like, eight years. I mean, there was times where I, like, I dropped it because, like, I got burnt out on it and everything. And that's, you know, that's... That's to be expected, I think. That's to be expected for playing a game this long. Right. And everything. And but, playing it, like, every day, too. Yeah, like, I think they did... There was a lot of times where they did, like, good adjustments to this game. They fixed a lot of the issues with it. They just continued to make this game better and better. There was a, you know, we talked about this, I think, when we first talked about this game. But, like, there was a good time where this is probably one of the better gotcha games that was out there because of just... There were so many ways to earn the premium currency that you didn't have to spend money on it. Yeah. And, like, even still, like, that is that's that is a, a relatively true statement. I mean, they, they've, in the last couple of years, they've kind of made it a little bit more egregious in terms of, like, paid polls and stuff like that. But, like, there's still a lot of ways that you can, like, earn currency in this game that doesn't feel like you're being cheated out of it or, like, that you are forced to pay them money in order to really get the stuff you want it unlike a lot of other gotcha games that are in the market right yeah i mean that that's that's one thing that i have noticed is that it's got like the um like pass now on everything mm-hmm. um and like some of those pools are exclusively for paid but i mean i've almost 100 percent played it like for free since i've been playing yeah. I, I think i've maybe put in like I don't I don't know exactly, but it's probably like under forty dollars that I put in the whole time I've been playing. Um, and most of that was due to like Rube birthday packs when they were still doing like good birthday <laughs> um content. Yeah. yeah um yeah. but otherwise like I don't I don't really pay money for this game. Um but I also like didn't feel bad paying what I did because it's like, yeah, you know, they're they're giving me a good game to play that I spend a lot of time on. So, you know, I'll throw five bucks here or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, But it, it didn't feel like it was completely necessary to pay that money to actually, like, get through the events and to get through, um, like, just playing the songs normally. Like, I was able to build some pretty broken teams playing mostly free-to-play. Yeah, which is very nice. It's not like All-Stars where, like, you know, each song has its own, like specific requirements for you to finish it just like hey are you good at a rhythm game well congratulations you can play the game (laughs) you can do pretty well in this game even if like you don't have the cards to necessarily match up right and i i'm I'm pretty proud of myself like i started off at easy and i i ended it with being able to do like the expert and um the master songs so Mm -hmm. 
Like, am I great at the master songs? No. Do I survive them? Yes. That's what counts. <laughs> that's some development there of my my ability. Yeah, exactly. I feel like my thumbs are like so nimble now. Although there was the time that um, I was doing the conference and I got so stressed out that my thumb wasn't working properly. And I was like, how am I going to play this game now? <laughs> It was, it was rough. Yeah. Good time, so. Uh-huh. We got to see some weird collaborations since we last talked about this game. Right, right. Um, There was the one that they did for the Shadowverse game, which was the, the collaboration they did for the Deep Resonance song and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, There was the... The Persona collaboration, which is real wild, but obviously you collaborate with Persona, your your mobile game's going to die. It dies. That's that's what I hear. <laughs> the the card art was cute though. Yeah, Tim C was there. Yeah, we got to we got to play the the um the the songs over and over and over and over and over over and 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 over again. Yep. Over and there was over. There's the the Code Geass collaboration as well. Where there was play those songs over and over and over and over and over and over again. Technically a guy in here, but they made him into like a doll. <laughs> this is real funny. Because <laughs> like we can't, we can have a guy in here. What are we doing? This is get out of here. This is a love live. If there's a guy that you can see more than just like, or you can't see his eyes. That's not that's not allowed. You can't, get out of can't here. Can't see the eyes. But yeah, they made him into a doll so that they could get away with having having him in there. I don't I don't know anything about that anime, but um. I assume he's a pretty significant character. I think if he's not, the protagonist. If not the main character. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, that was funny. It was funny. They're like, he, he's a doll. That's, that's, yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, that, that tracks. That tracks. It's a real good goof. It's a real good goof. Um, yeah. But yeah, I did really like the persona art. Yeah, that was, that was a fun time, especially because, like, they gave us, like, PQ versions of the gals and like dressing them up as the personas and everything. Mm-hmm. Of the aqua gals, the yeah, the muse gals got like full on art, like regular. Yeah, there was art. like a specific card of Ellie as a velvet room attendee. Mm-hmm. Still good, very good. Uh, but yeah, like some weird collaboration because like they really hadn't done a lot of those in the game outside of like some of the April Fools stuff, mm-hmm. which was kind of more like jokes <laughs> rather than full on collaborations. Had the Powerpuff Girls one. I still love that card art. It's real good. Also just very weird that they that's what they went with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> but yeah. what was the the one after that? Was it was it like Shinchan. Shinchan, yeah. Again, another weird one that you're just like, alright. <laughs> I suppose we will do this. Sure, why not? But yeah, this game was just... It's very it's a simple rhythm game. That's all it really was at the end of the day. It was a simple rhythm game. Mm-hmm. But it was just fun to play all the time. It's a very good game to just kind of chill and relax to, even though, like, you know, sometimes you got to grind some gems out. Yeah. That part's not necessarily as fun. But That's like, what I'm having you know, to do right now. Yeah, um, it's just, it's so simple, and it's it's very, it was a very easy to pick up and play game that, mm-hmm. like, anyone can play, regardless of your skill of rhythm games, because, like, like, I think the difficulty options really give you... It helps. 
it helps a lot in terms and like and it can help you build that up to where you start playing the the harder difficulties and all just that sort of stuff I and did. get better and better. Yeah. There's a good just like um what's the what's the description I'm trying to think here? Um There's a good path to just getting better in this game. Right, essentially. right. Um, I think good. And obviously, like, that's how they're going to continue it for the sequel. Like, they've shown off the screens and, like, gameplay of this game. And it's it's the same style. Right. Which is, I think, you have to kind of do. Like, if they had tried to make drastic changes to this game and still tried to call it School Idol Festival 2, I think a lot of people would have been very upset and angry about it. I think so, say. too. I mean, people are already upset and angry enough about All-Stars. and. Yeah, true. <sighs> Yikes. Um, something else that like I I I want to mention that I just have to like give the game a, a big kudos for is that um I I have a weird thing of playing rhythm games for like big anxiety moments, uh-huh. like when I'm really really stressed out, which you're aware of, but people who are listening yep. might not be aware of. And my go-to game used to be um, Dancing All Night because I just had it on my Vita and I would throw it in and I would like. I don't know, play backside of the TV with Yosuke. Easy peasy. Fun. Um, less stress. And um, then when you introduced me to this and I started playing this, I was like, oh, well, this is even easier because it's on my phone. I could just like pull it out and play, it out. <laughs> like, play a song really quick if I need to and like chill out a little bit. And it also helps that like it just has... Like compared to Persona, especially, it like has such a huge like roster of songs on it. Huge roster of songs. That like you really don't get like burnout just playing the same songs over and over. Like there's just so many songs you could just go to and play. Mm-hmm. Um, which they are basically I think carrying over into SIF two essentially. Where like there's like yeah, all these songs are in the game from all the groups. Also the side groups as well are in here. The the app girls are here. The musical girls are here. Everything, everybody's here. It's like Smash Brothers. It's like Smash Brothers. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> Brain cell. So like all that content is gonna be in this the new game as well. So like, it doesn't look like they're gonna be like skimping for content. I'm sure there's gonna be like you know some stuff probably missing just because of like when it comes out or anything. But like, you know, all of that all of that content is gonna carry over at least mm-hmm. in terms of like songs and everything. So. That's nice. That is nice. Uh, you know. But yeah. It's weird. Like, again, I keep keep saying it's weird, but it's just, it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird thing. It's, it's, it's strange. Um, it's going to be a, a weird gap for us at the end of this month. Yeah. It's very weird looking at the login screen, like, for the login. Bonus, and just and seeing like, the end of the calendar. Into the calendar, and there's just like nothing after it. Yeah, you don't get to see the preview of what you're, you're gonna get next month. It's just that's it. It's that's over. It. It's over. The game will just turn off, and it'll just be like, "Well, this is just another app on my phone that I can't do anything." It'll be like when um, Puchiguru uh shut down, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Oh, there's nothing to do on this app except for like take AR photos with these." <laughs> fake plushies Yay. that I got through Gacha. Yay! That's it. So yeah, like, I, it's exciting that there's a sequel coming out, of course. Yes. I'm very 
much anticipating playing that later this year. Mm-hmm. Diving into that, you know, starting... It's going to be kind of n- nice to start a game anew. Right, right, right. Start it fresh and everything. Um, I hope the gotcha pulls aren't as egregious as other new gotcha games are in the market. And hopefully they kind of retain the same style that, you know, was in School Idol Festival 1. Can only hope for that, though. Yeah, um, don't, 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 really don't, don't be like Twisted Wonderland. That's That one's terrible. <laughs> when it comes to gotcha I'll have to talk about that game eventually yeah I suppose you will yeah um, but yeah we will We'll. I guess we'll reconvene and talk about SIF2 at some point when that comes out over here um, it's scheduled for release in Japan sometime this spring they have not announced a worldwide release date but I would not I wouldn't assume it's going to be that much different from the Japanese release considering they've been real good about like parity between both servers mm-hmm for SIF and SIF All-Stars. Um, I mean, it took a while for that to happen, obviously, but I feel like it'd be weird if there was a big gap in content and release again. Right, right. It seems like they have a bit more practice on how to do it now, so... Yeah, so hopefully that isn't a, a huge weight or anything. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a very weird time. Obviously, we'll just play All-Stars for the, the couple of months, <laughs> This game's gone, but it's just, it's not going to be the same. It's not. It's not going to be the same. I'm not going to have my 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 first single Rube that greets me every time I turn the app on. I'll just have... You're not just going to hear Ruby yell, Picky! 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 Yeah, that, that's true. I Throughout all the songs. <laughs> I I have one particular team that is very Picky heavy, so like if, if I'm on, on a call with Jared and playing it, it's just all you hear is just screeching. Just the way to do it. Yeah, um, like my mom calls it my Ruby game. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. She's not wrong, but I think it's cute. Like that's how she knows that game is the Ruby game. And I was like, well, there are technically two Ruby games, mom. And she's like, well, it's the Ruby game. Cute. Then you only have one Ruby game. I only have one Ruby game, and sometimes she'll tell me it's Halloween when it's definitely not Halloween. Your mom be like, "Where's the Ruby game? Where's the Ruby game?" I'm like, I gotta, gotta shut down. I gotta wait a few months for a new Ruby game, mom. <laughs> Ruby game two. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think we just kind of wanted to have a little chit chat about our feelings about this game shutting down and everything, and kind of like the overall conversations you can have about this in particular. And just have a nice little farewell to nice it. Nice little 07 for it. Yeah, a little tip of the cap. Duh. <laughs> it's been real, School Idol Festival. It has been real. God, I, I started playing this game when I like first changed my degree to being an English major. Wow. That's how long ago I've been playing this game. Wow. It's a long time. Long, long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah, that's that's School Idol Festival. It's a great game, and it's going away, and we're saying goodbye to it. Yeah. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I think that's going to do it for uh, this week as well. A little bit of a shorter episode, but we just kind of want to have a little chit-chat, like I said, about this game and have a little say, farewell. Say farewell. Yes. So yeah, 
If you would like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buys a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, uh, we'll talk about something else. Mm-hmm. It'll be something. No particular also, plan if, yet. No particular plan. Also, if you're in the states, remember you gotta set your clocks forward gross. tomorrow. Gross. Just very gross. Gross. Hate daylight savings time. You're not gross. It you're delightful, Gam. The worst. The worst. Yeah, don't forget to do that and hate yourself. Oh God, I'm gonna have to like climb up and change Ryan time. Yep. <sighs> Terrible. Anyways, Terrible. we'll see you next week. Bye.